Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. was nice good morning everybody happy friday from awesome.com this is the nfl best bet show divisional playoffs we got betting odds we got predictions we've got picks we've got everything that you need starting a little late this morning it can't be helped a little technical difficulties but you know what we're here i'm ben raza that's julian edlow good morning sir happy friday happy friday um <laughs> <laughs> we were talking before we were talking before the show the week started great the tide rolled um, on Monday night. I had a three and one college basketball night and a two and one NBA night on Tuesday. This week's going great. And then Wednesday night, Brandon Ingram misses his player prop by the hook with Zion out. Tim Hardaway Jr. misses his player prop by the hook with half the Mavericks out with COVID. Last night, Tyler Hero player prop seventeen in the first half doesn't score again. Um, and then it's been a, it's just been a rough morning here overall, uh, family wise in the Edlow household. And I haven't had a coffee yet, so I'm all wound up. I don't drink coffee, so you just what got me. Life. This is how I normally look. I look disheveled, but I'm actually fine. Good college <laughs> basketball night. Uh, we since we are pressed for time, we're not going to talk college basketball. I will say quickly, get into Slack. Uh, we are in a nice run there in college basketball. We are going to keep it going. At least we're going to try uh, a lot of smart people in there talking about hoops. So if you have questions um, and friend of the show, Giancarlo, thanks for sticking with us. Good morning, sir. We're going to go right into these football games. Uh, Chad, I know you guys are ready. We're not even going to 
I'm not, I have nothing to say. We're going into it. First game, we've got the Rams. We've got the Packers going into Lambeau. Six and a half point favorite for Green Bay. It's supposed to be cold, but not that cold. It may snow. We'll see. Uh, the Rams are coming off an impressive win, but at what cost, Julian? I mean, everybody I know on that team seems to be hurt one way or another. It's going to be Goff, it looks like, giving it a go here. So where do you think the Rams are at coming off that win against Seattle? Yeah, it feels a little bit like it has to be a down spot. And the, But the, my handicapping in this game, and I don't think I'm going to – they want you to take Green Bay right now, obviously, at the six and a half, it seems like. Um you could maybe interest me in the Rams if it was up at like eight where it opened some places, <clears throat> but I think the Packers are going to win the game at Lambeau. I think they're the better team. And I think that the Rams have to get really fortunate to win this game. And they got a fortunate game changing play against Seattle. Uh, the pick six where Seattle was driving and could have taken the lead and could have maintained from there. Potentially that was the first wide receiver screen that was intercepted in the NFL this season. Um, those passes don't get intercepted, which is why Russell Wilson threw it. And it looked kind of dumb because it went right at the corner. It was a ridiculous play by the corner and a great blitz, but like that play just doesn't happen. And then not only to get it, but to take it all the way to the house and flip the game like that, the Rams were able to close it out stronger than I thought they would, but that's playing from ahead. What if you're at Lambeau field down 10 points to Aaron Rodgers? I don't think Goff is going to be able to make the plays. So I, I it's I think that at six and a half, if you do tease this weekend, the Packers are the obvious piece. If you think they're going to win, there's not an obvious piece to go alongside of it. You're, you know, putting a dog up through some key numbers or being OK, taking Kansas City down to like three in places that it's moved to nine. That's reasonable. Um, but I, I just see this as the, the first place that I'm starting teasers. I, I really believe in Green Bay uh, winning this game. And then when you want to look to the prop side, how do they get it, how do they get it done? Jalen Ramsey's really good. Uh, he, yes. Nobody shuts down Devontae Adams, but there's going to be some limitations. You look at Devontae Adams going against good defenses. He was held in check both times against the Bears. Uh, so this is a game that I, I think – held in check by his standards at least. So – this is a game you look at like Aaron Jones, 68 and a half rushing yards, good Rams defense, but I think this is the way Green Bay has to get it done as a touchdown home favorite. That's a place that I, I like looking. Um, so it's an interesting game. I'm not going to have anything on the spread. Maybe it's an under game. Uh, maybe it's a Rams team total under game. I'm not quite sure yet, but I, I think the Packers win this one in, in kind of a grind. The Rams, yeah, I mean, we'll start with Goff. He came in, Wofford gets hurt, 9 of 19 for a buck 55 and a touchdown. I mean, in some ways, it's somewhat impressive. Didn't turn the ball over, but 9 of 19 is not going to get it done. If you're trailing, he looks very reluctant to run. Um, He's kind of seemingly gun-shy. I don't know if that's because of the thumb or he just doesn't want to get out there. Uh, Cup is banged up. Aaron Donald is banged up. I mean, it looks like these guys may give it a go, but there is a lot of big time players. If Cup sits, that's a big loss for them. Obviously, Robert Woods, Reynolds, Higby, these guys are going to have to step up. The prop market, you can take advantage of that if if there is an injury. I will say in the Green Bay side, I'm with you. Jalen Ramsey's absolutely fantastic. I was a little surprised that Devontae Adams' receptions was only six and a half, though. Just because they give yeah. him 
to, to me, he gets two or three automatic receptions on those little bubble screens that they give him. You can't really stop those around the goal line. Uh, Ramsey's great. Metcalf last week, though, five for 92 and two against Ramsey on 11 targets. So he did do his job. I, I just don't know if they have enough right now to stop Green Bay at home. Um, we had a question from chat. Does Cam Akers duplicate last week? What do you think about him? Do you think that's the Rams only shot maybe to just kind of control it on the ground? I do. So Cam Akers rushing prop around 70 yards. That's the only way, right? Uh, they, it's not like Goff's going to be airing it out this week. Uh, and, you know, until you're down, the only way it doesn't go that way is that the Packers get up double digits early and they have to abandon the run. Um, the Rams will do everything in their power to stick to the run. And they have in recent weeks, Cam Akers, his rushing attempts prop is set at 16 and a half. I think that's interesting. He's gone. He's had 20 or more four of his last five games, I believe. So Akers should be heavily involved. I think even in a game that the Packers cover and win by seven, we can easily see Cam Akers get 20 carries for 80 yards or something like that. So if there's anything on the Rams side that I'm backing, it, it will be the Cam Akers props. I like it. And obviously, I know we're going pretty fast here, but we will have full coverage tomorrow, full breakdown. We're going all the shows. I will be there Saturday, Sunday, same thing for these two games and the four-game DFS slate. We have a lot, a lot to talk about. So let's move on here, though, to the night game. Uh, to me, I mean, obviously, these are playoff games. They're all big-time matchups. Ravens-Bills uh, is about as big as it gets, though. Buffalo, two-and-a-half point favorite looking at odd shopper right now listen it's a bad spot I'm sure they were rooting for Pittsburgh heavily you would much rather have the Steelers coming into Buffalo than the Ravens and that's just not the case now Lamar I like them against the Titans he got it done uh the Bills not impressive but they got it done what do you make of this to me this is the hardest game on the slate you think it's the hardest I do all right well you're a big Bills guy I'm a Bill um... yeah why well, you just like the Ravens I do like the Ravens. I think sad, it's the best. But... Ga- I think it's the best game. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Um, <sighs> that's why it's Saturday night, and I, I do lean to the Ravens. Uh, you know, when the when everything wrapped up on Sunday, the first thing I did was play Baltimore plus one thirty five money line for this game because I thought it would be gone, and we we saw this go to one and a half earlier in the week. I think the money line was around plus one fifteen. That's what I assumed would happen, and now it's back. Like. I know DraftKings had a three up yesterday. It's moved back to two and a half since. Uh, But I didn't think this would be back in the neighborhood of three, and it is. So if you can get three, I like taking three. I like Baltimore, you know, plus 125 money line. I think think that's fine. I just think the matchups here work so well for for Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo can't stop the run. Dobbins is going, Edwards is going, and Lamar Jackson – you know, we've talked about this. This is a spot that you target a lot. When when Baltimore needs to win, Jackson gives you more on the ground because you have to have it on certain plays, and he'll go and get it. He had 136 rushing yards against the Titans. Um, I think both of you and I played the over there. So we did. The the Bills allow a lot of rushing yards to backs to quarterbacks. They also Lamar Jackson. You know, Hollywood Brown's gotten into a little bit of a groove. The last six or seven games which is nice hopefully he can contribute in this game but buffalo defends receivers well where they get gashed is tight ends philip rivers hit his three tight ends for 14 
receptions over 100 yards in that game. And that's Phillip Rivers and the Colts. I think Mark Andrews is going to be a big problem. I think Mark Andrews, I'm either going to play one or both of his props, four and a half receptions, 54 and a half yards, somewhere in that range, because he's going to be heavily involved in this matchup. Um, so yeah, Andrews props. I, I think that Baltimore wins, wins the game. They have the second best third down defense in the NFL. The bills have the second worst third down defense. This game is going to come down to Jackson picking up those third and sevens and, and the bills not. And I, I trust Baltimore, even in the road, even maybe in some weather to, to get it done. Um, and really quick, if you're doing player props here, this might be one that I can interest you in Uh Um, my unreasonable odds podcast that we do over at DraftKings. We finally got, we're going to have weekly odds boosts on it that we pick on the show. So it just went live Friday morning, like 9am or so Lamar Jackson to rush for over a hundred yards has been boosted to plus one eighty. His rushing props like 75 already. So I'm going to be betting that, 74 and a half or whatever rushing yards and then also just taking plus 180 for him to go over 100 he did it last week uh he did it a couple times in the regular season so excited about that and that is a bet that you should go take yeah i mean lamar lamar is something that i mean it's not just us we've identified in these in these games playoff games he just he's more apt to run and when he runs all it takes is one you know when you rip off last week 48 yard touchdown well you don't need to do much else if you have nine other carries even if you're getting four or five yards a carry, you're at a hundred basically. So I don't see that changing. I, I will say in a game like this, I actually kind of just like the over uh, it's sitting at 49 and a half. And, and you've just rattled off things on both sides that these teams kind of struggle with. I, I think that Josh Allen and Diggs and them can still move the ball against the Ravens and the Ravens may run it down their throat. I am certainly worried. The one wild card here is, and I, I don't, I don't know how to quantify it. I'll be honest. Lamar Jackson was adamant that he has never played in snow um it could be very cold it could be snowing it looks like it's supposed to be snowing I don't know what that means they are a running team and I I don't think that's a huge deal to how Baltimore moves the ball but it is worth noting I I uh I think the snow is going to be one of those things if you're capping it like oh Jackson's first time in the snow take the bills is going to be one of those way overblown things like he plays in Baltimore for three years Mm -hmm. he's dealt with some he goes to Pittsburgh like in that division he's dealt with he's dealt with stuff it looked freezing in tennessee last weekend he was wearing one of those things that covers your whole mouth and head like i gotta get one of those for the show (laughs) i could use one of those right right about now um get some heat yeah it's 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 not even that cold here but i just like to complain uh yeah listen it's gonna be i don't think this is a hot take but i it's very possible that the winner of this game uh i think could represent the afc but we will have to talk about because I will say, as, as we move to Sunday, I was a little surprised at how many people are, and I, I guess I'm guilty of this a little, because the Chiefs have been winning unimpressively. Like, they're the Super Bowl champs, and they blew through the regular season. Now, they're not blowing teams out, right? but they are winning. Uh, and they sit, as, as you mentioned, it's bounced around from 9 to 10 uh, over the Browns here. They're, of course, in Arrowhead, they're rested. Cleveland coming off. I mean, that's my first question. You ever see a, a first quarter like that? I've never seen anything like that last week. I mean, that was my my big piece was the, the Bills-Steelers teaser. Um, we were both very confident in the Steelers. You said you were more confident in the Steelers than the, the Bucks or the Saints. 
Uh, and, Not sharp. Yeah, that I got that got out of hand fast. I mean, he snaps it over his head, like, and then in the third quarter, I was like, okay, after all this, they're they're actually completely fine. They're right in the game. Um, Tomlin punted. Tomlin's punt, yeah. and then both well, both of them. The late one was awful. The late one was just giving up the game. Yes. but the first one was on Cleveland's thirty-eight yard line, down twenty-eight nothing. You know, it was. Uh, I don't know, man. But either way, <laughs> the Browns are here. Can they? I mean, easiest question: Do you think they can make this a game? I think this is going to look a lot like the playoff run that Kansas City had last year. Not necessarily that they're going to win the Super Bowl, or you know, they'll get a they'll get a very tough game from from Baltimore or Buffalo, but in the sense that. I th- Andy Reid's coming off a double bye now. They're at home. They're rested. They should be great, but maybe it takes them a little while. Whereas Cleveland, maybe it's a letdown spot because of the big emotional victory over Pittsburgh, but it was kind of stress-free. Like they just got that done early and didn't have to worry about it. So I think that Cleveland's going to maybe get off to a hot start here. And just like last year, we start betting Kansas city live and then they maybe come back and even cover the initial spread and win by 10. Like, I think it's going to be that type of game. I don't see Kansas City losing at all. If you tell me the Browns cover, it's a seven, eight-point game, fine. That doesn't shock me at all. Um, so I think the Chiefs are a teaser piece. I think that they're a piece that I'm going to wait and go in live on. They're a team that I already have futures on, so I don't need to, to do too much here. So that's really the main thing for me. But the Browns are a team – absolutely gashed by tight ends and we saw it last week with Ebron even though Pittsburgh was in desperation mode they had to throw every play uh Kelsey props just like just like Mark Andrews I want a part of Kelsey props receptions yards um and then from the Brown side Nick Chubb has been played a pretty big role as a receiver ever since coming back from that injury is that like 13 and a half 14 and a half receiving yards that's one on the Brown side that you can interest me in so anytime touchdown score for Kelsey, even though it probably is going to be, I don't have it in front of me. He probably finds the end zone here. You've mentioned Cleveland's got some issues against the tight end. It's just such a weird game coming off. Yeah. The Steelers threw the ball about 80 times. So uh, I, in the DFS side, I know chat's talking about this. So of course, you know, Kansas city stacks are going to be popular for good reason. Mahomes does not make those mistakes. I mean, they thrived on turnovers in that game. Every time Pittsburgh, got a little momentum, they would turn the ball over and you just can't do that. I'm going to throw one more guy into the prop mix. It's Austin Hooper, who Mm. I was actually really excited for him to join the Browns. Wasn't great. His receptions prop is three and a half. He's coming off an 11 target game where he had seven catches against Pittsburgh. He had 15 targets against the Jets. They didn't have receivers there. I want to be clear, but he's seen five or more targets in the last four games. He's caught four or more balls in the last four games. Kansas City 24th in the league against the tight end they're allowing more than five catches a game I think that he gets involved I see what you're saying with Chubb uh, but I wouldn't be stunned to see Hooper have eight to ten targets again uh, and have a pretty serviceable game I like that other than that though I don't really have a ton to say I think I'm in line with you I'd be stunned if Kansas City lost I wouldn't even be remotely shocked though if this ended up 31 24 you know 28 20 and it's just oh the browns covered uh they were down 17 and they scored and now that's 10 but they were down 15 and they scored you know something like that uh 
not a, a, an interesting game for me yeah. to bet the against the spread. I'm not brave enough to take the Browns here. I guess it comes down to and fade the fade the Kansas City streak where they're just not covering it. I I think we might see them turn a corner coming out of this double buy in the playoffs. I'm not willing to bet against that. Not to mention, yeah, Andy Reid off the bye. Very, very dangerous. And like I said, we're going to tomorrow break down these games in full. No doubt about it. And stay tuned because at 10 o'clock, we've got Josh Shingleman and co. NBA show uh, talking about everything that you need to know for tonight's NBA slate. But last game, we got a couple minutes left, and then we're going to bounce on out of here. It's I feel like we talk about this game because they play every two weeks. Uh, it's the Bucks. It's the Saints. It's the random, you know, can you beat a team three times in one year? It's a pretty simple question. Do you think that's a disadvantage or do you think that the Saints just have their number? Because uh, I think that's very possible at this point. I think the Saints might have their number. Um, and there's also nothing to this. I, I hear you on the three times thing. Like that's this old like football guy thing. Um, I saw, a, I wish I saved the number, but I saw something on Twitter of, teams teams that are two and oh when they play the third time they they have a winning record like mm-hmm. they beat they beat you again there's a reason they beat you the first two times and it's five um, straight for sean payton against the box wow so i don't i don't know if it's going to be you know you can kind of throw the the blowout one out the window i don't think it's going to necessarily be like that and then in the first game you can say that one the bucks had some some massive offensive line issues and the saints just took that one out of the gates first time around Brady's first game with the team, he's a little bit more confused with the offense, has a lot of turnovers. If Tampa, if, if Tom Brady isn't Jameis Winston in that game, Tampa easily could have won that game. So Tampa's going to show up, I think. Brady in the playoffs is going to show up. But I think the Saints are, are better. I think they're going to win this game. Um, I really do, at which you know I'm on all the Tampa futures. So I, I have Tampa like plus 1,800 in the NFC, plus 3,300 Super Bowl. So they survived the Washington football team, the hot upset last week that everybody was on. At least they covered. Did, did not happen. Everybody can have their cover. I'll take my win. And now I can start hedging these futures that I have because number one, I'm not confident. And number two, it's just time. So I'm going to play some Saints money line this weekend. Um, if it gets to like two and a half, I don't, I don't know if it's going to budge. I think it's going to be three, but it, yeah, so do I. I lean Saints. It's not the the best game to bet but it's an exciting one so you're probably going to want to bet it um i think the over might be a realistic option as well i think we're going to see a lot of points in this one yeah i'll just say this i think it's much more likely that it goes to three and a half than to two and a half uh by kickoff so i'd be more prone to maybe act if you're going to lay the points right now it's it's tough. I, I do think that the Saints have the formula. They're an athletic defense that can put pressure on Brady without really bringing a ton of pressure. And if you can do that, that's always been what you want. Now, the Bucs, we know they have the talent. I mean, this team, they blew out Green Bay. They've done some things. I just, for some reason, I do think that the Saints kind of have the formula. They looked good. Obviously, they've got Kamara, Michael Thomas, and Breeze. And that's just, we haven't seen that all year. They talked about that extensively. Uh, in the Bears game with, with that offense kind of clicking. It's going to take a big effort, but there's no doubt that the Bucks have the talent. Probably comes down to turnovers, like most games. So that's one I actually may take live if either team falls way behind. Uh, I don't think that this is a blowout by any stretch. I do think that the Saints win, but if it's like 14 nothing, I may take a position because I have a feeling it'll be 
especially when you play three times, I do think that there's less panic. Uh, you kind of know the team and you're a little more apt to make it a game, but we'll have to see where that goes. Um, God, I hope the Bucks are done. I would love them out. No <laughs> offense to you, sir. Uh, I, it's, I mean, I'm going to be pretty big on Saints money line. I'm, I'm not really going to care by the, by the time we get to this game. I would think, I would think like a Brady Mahomes Super Bowl would just be entertaining, but no, that wouldn't be entertaining for, at for all. People, for people like me, it would be. Um, I will say about the, like, there's that weird Green Bay blowout for Tampa, which is an extremely impressive win where we are now. Their other 11 wins are all, including last week, are all against either non-playoff teams or losing teams because Washington's mm-hmm. a losing team. So let's just not even count them as a playoff team. The other 11 wins are all against non-playoff teams. Um, they don't beat – they haven't beat good teams. They lost to the Saints twice. They lost to the Rams. They lost to the Chiefs. There's another one in there. They lost every time they played a good team except for that weird Green Bay blowout. It does look more like an outlier than a trend for sure. But you know what? Four up, four down. We went rapid fire, but we got through it. Chad, obviously, it's good to see everyone this early in the morning. On your way out, hit the like button and hit the subscribe button. We are marching towards 50K. We're getting there quicker than I thought, to be honest. So you guys do your part, and we really appreciate it. We have some fun giveaways in store for you but again if you have any questions you find me and julian on twitter you find us in slack we'll be talking about these games dropping nba and college basketball plays throughout the week but stay tuned nba coming up next good luck everyone see you guys tomorrow yes sir All right, fellas, check you later.